Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. My name is Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. God's got our back all the time. Good to hear your sound. Good morning. Would you say, Yvonne, you hope you have a Thanksgiving good dinner tomorrow, or you say you was? Hello. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Good morning. I think she said about Thanksgiving dinner. I heard her. Oh, wonderful. Happy Thanksgiving. You have a happy Thanksgiving, too, Yvonne. Thank you. Love you. You're welcome. God bless. Love you, guys. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Good morning, Brother Michael, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Thank you for calling Declared Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declared Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good to hear your sound. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? This is Susie again. Um... Good morning, Susie. Yeah, I, I've got all of my my family now is is um, they're not here. We're in the same town that I'm in, and I don't know anybody, so I just wanted to ask okay, God. Okay, we'll go right ahead. Just ask God to keep me going. Yes, we will continue to pray for you, Susie. Thank and you. We love you. Thank you. Certainly. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us?
Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Trumina, the finisher. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Trumina, the finisher. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who's on the line? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to continue calling in during the month of November, where our monthly theme is entitled Leadership. Each declarer will focus on how the leadership plays a vital role in planning, sowing, and reaping God's desires for us within the work we do for him. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we'd like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one spoken prayer request, and that's from Susie, and she's asking for us to continue to pray for her. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Raven. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Raven. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, 
in faith, and in purity. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Raven. Have a blessed day. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hebrews 4 and 16 tells us to let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And God desires that we come humbly to his throne in prayer, acknowledging him, acknowledging his works, acknowledging his hand, acknowledging his presence, acknowledging his greatness and all the things that he is to us before we begin to ask him or entreat him for our needs. Uh, we should first uh, give God deference and honor for um, just his commitment to um, being God. And so, Father, we thank you. We pray you, we honor you, and we magnify your name for who you are um, before we ask you for anything. Uh, in the spirit of thanksgiving, we want to thank you for who you are toward us. We want to thank you for your consistency. We want to thank you for your favor. We want to thank you that you've woken us all up this morning and given us an opportunity to be clothed in our right mind and given us the use of all of our limbs and our faculties and that we have the ability to speak your name, uh, that we have the ability to give your name the praise and to honor and lift your name which is high above all the heavens and all the earth thank you father uh, that you've given us a second chance you've given us another opportunity at life you've given us another opportunity to get things right no matter how many things we've done wrong you've given us an opportunity to correct them and to come to you in humility and to say father what must i do to be saved father forgive me for i know not what i do father i thank you that uh, you've given me the opportunity and the platform to seek you first. The kingdom of God and all of your righteousness be added unto me, Father. I thank you that every wrong that I've committed has not deterred you from loving me, uh, that it, every wrong that I've committed has not deterred you uh, from seeking me out, God, from finding me, from dusting me off, uh, from being uh, the nurturer that you are, from being the father that you are, from being the savior that you are, from being the redeemer that you are, from being the way maker that you are, from being the, 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 the everlasting father that you are. You've never left me alone. You've never forsaken me. You've always been uh, with me through every trial, through every tribulation, through every mountain, through every valley, through every experience uh, that I've endured, through everything that I've experienced through everything uh, that I may have even gotten myself into. Father, you're just so faithful. And so we say thank you. We thank you for allowing us an opportunity to uh, approach the eve of Thanksgiving. Um, and we don't just want to acknowledge you on the day of thanks, but we want to acknowledge you daily. And so we thank you for providing an opportunity to acknowledge you each and every day that we come together and we gather as a community on this call, God. We thank you for the Declare Victory Line. We thank you for the leadership uh, that Dion has provided. We thank you for the opportunity that she's afforded each of us through your power and through your strength and your wisdom for us to come here and for us to have a platform to uh to operate in our giftings that you've given us and so father we thank you we thank you we thank you we thank you we honor you uh we 
uh, ask that you would just continue to give us the fortitude and the grace to obey you, even in situations where we have the we have uh, the choice to uh, make our own way. God, you've given us uh, the wisdom to take heed to your word. We've given us the wisdom to follow you. You've given us the wisdom to acknowledge that your pathway is greater for our lives, God. We thank you for every family that is represented here today. We ask that you would go through every household, every workplace, God, every church, every car, every bedside, God, and touch every person in their rightful place, God. You know the needs of your people. You know the needs of your children. You know the prayers that have gone unanswered, God, remind them that you are a God that is faithful and you haven't forgotten about them. Every prayer that uh, seemed to be gone unnoticed, God, remind them of who you are and that you haven't forgotten about them. You have not forgotten about the things that we've requested from you, God. You, we, you have not forgotten about the things that we've petitioned you for, God. We and you have not forgotten about the things we've laid at your throne, the things we've laid at your feet, God. We thank you for allowing us to pick up our cross and follow you, even in the times where we are confused about where we should go, God, that we have the ability to trust you, to lean and depend on you and your word. And so, Father, we give your name great praise, great honor, great thanksgiving. Ask that you would touch those who are grieving right now, God, those who uh, may be suffering, um, those who may be feeling or dealing with a sense of loneliness uh, during the holiday season where they feel like maybe they don't have people around them that, that love them and that care for them and that are doing things uh, that cheer them up even in their sense of grief. And they may have lost loved ones around this time, God. Oh, God, but thank you for being the father and the friend in everything that we need. Uh, that it is not just a cliche statement, but that you are present and you're always present in the time of need, God, that you would represent every soul, you would represent every gap, you would fill every void uh, of those who may be struggling during this time. God, I ask that you would lift up every head uh, that may be hung low and that you would strengthen every heart, God, that you would go through every situation, every uh, hung down head, and that you would say, lift up your head, O ye gates and be lifted up the everlasting doors and allow the King of glory to come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. God, we thank you for being a strong tower for us. We thank you that those of us who are righteous, we have the ability to run in and be saved. God, we thank you that every situation that we go through, even if it is grief, God, that we can come to you and, and lay down our burdens, God, that we can come to and, and let every yoke be destroyed and every burden uh, that we have, that you are uh, the heavy load sharer and that your burdens are light and your yoke is easy, God. And we thank you that you have the ability to carry us through every situation, every heartache, every pain, everything that we may be going through. Ask that you would touch Susie in a special way. She's petitioned uh, you time and time again, God. I ask that you would just lift her head up, God. Uh, give her the confidence and the boldness to seek you first, God. Help her uh, to come to you in boldness that she would seek you and that she would find you and find refuge in you. God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. That is a comforter for all of us, even those of us who may not have not acknowledged grief, those of us who may be struggling to, uh, to, to humble ourselves and to search our hearts in areas that we know that we may be struggling with, God. You know us in and out, and so we believe that your uh, power is strong enough to carry us through every season. God, as we approach the end of the year, as we're 
we're coming to a close in our year, God. We ask that you would just continue to carry us through. You've carried us through these 11 months, God. And as we approach the 12th month, we understand that there's more loss to come, God. But with every loss, there is more to gain. And so we thank you that in you we have an ability to gain a sense of wisdom, gain a sense of knowledge, gain a sense of hope. And everything that you have designed for us, we have access. And God, so we thank you for access, even through the theme of leadership, you've given us the ability to access your power, access the things that you've provided for us, access the things that you have stored up for us that we may not have been mature enough to access previously, but you've given us the way uh, right now, God, to access you through these points of leadership, God, through these points of word, the things that have been uh, stated throughout the month. Throughout the theme, God, we ask that you would just continue to reveal your word, continue to reveal uh, your your uh, your your goal for us, God. We ask that you would just continue to refine us, God, and continue to mold us as we are your clay and you are our our potter. Father, we call on your name. We ask that Rafa would meet us in every need, a point of healing, God. We ask that you would comfort and warm up the homeless during the season as we approach more cold weather, God, and more cold temperatures that you would keep them warm. Those who don't have blankets, those who don't have homes, God, those who don't have food to eat, that you would be the provider that you've always been. God, that you would speak to the hearts that have been aching, the hearts that have wondered if your presence even exists, God. Remind them that you are there, even in times where they question, even if they are valid in their thinking. God, remind them of who you are, God. We say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. We denounce every work and power of Satan and everything that he has designed to come against us. God, you've given us the power and the authority to cast down, God. And so we say yes to who you are, yes to who you've called us to be, and yes to who we are in the future, God. And as we take our phones off mute, we will continue to give your name all the glory and the praise. As we continue to take our phones off mute, we will continue to honor you. As we take our phones off mute, we will continue to declare your works your wonders uh, and your word, God. We thank you so that you are a wonderful thank Savior. You are God that heals, delivers, sets free, and we will continue to obey your word. Thank God. you, God. You we you thank you that you are a God who continues to uh, make a pathway to grace. If we have found ourselves continuously lost Listen, in our own sins, lost in our own uh, desires, no, God, you will continue to clarify and that you will continue to make us feel, God. You can continue to the ability to serve you and serve you alone and wholeheartedly. That everything that has been a distraction against us, that everything that has been a thorn in our flesh, everything that has been a, a log in our eye, that you will continue to give us the ability to remove those things and to find you in every piece of confusion that we even declared over our Thank own life, God, that we would uh, gain strength to denounce even the things we've gotten ourselves into. Father, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You are the great I am. You are Jehovah Jireh. We thank you for being Rafa, that you healed even the brokenness in our hearts. Even the things we don't identify with, God, you've given us a replacement for a spirit of heaviness, God. We thank you for being a triumphant God, that everything that we encounter, uh, we, can, we can obey you and that we can seek you and that you will give us the keys um, that will give us the kudos and the wisdom to overcome. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We give your name the glory, honor, and the praise. And we say yes to your will for our lives. Even if we encounter points of understanding that we have the issue, God, give us the fortitude uh, to take our issues head strong, God, that we have the ability to say, God, 
Get us through this next moment, God. Get us through this next day, God. Get us through this next month, God. Get us through this next year. And we would hold here unchanging hands and we would make it through every trial, every tribulation that no mountain is too high for you, that no valley is too high for you, that no stream is too deep for you, that we will find you in every situation, that we, we will find you in every day. Every point of worship, God, we say yes to you. Every point of worship, God, we give you all the glory, honor, and the praise. You are rock. You are out thank there you. Amanda, and you are worthy to be praised. Thank Father, we thank you, God, we pray for Jesus, Lord. that he's made a decision to die on the cross of our sins, that he didn't die, that he died by choice, because he saw that a redeemer was necessary, and he loved us so much that he sacrificed his life we put our families at your feet, God. Ask that you would catch marriages, make them whole, God. Feel refuge for those who don't understand what they're experiencing in their lives. And those who feel like they have nothing, God, remind them that they have everything you want. God, ask that you would catch children who are embraced, God. Give them the wisdom that they need to accomplish their work and career, that they will begin to obey you even more, God, that you would catch parents or that are dealing with children who uh, may be having difficulty. God, give them the strength and the wisdom and the fortitude to be the fair parents that you call them. God, I ask that you would touch workplace environments, God, that there will be peace, uh, that there will be direction, and that there will be wholeness and hope in workplaces in Jesus' name, God, that people that would uh, have refuge in you, that they never have refuge before, that they would find uh, the opportunity to come before you, God. I ask that the word that you've spoken today, oh God, uh, would give your name the glory, honor, and the praise, that every word you've spoken with uh, magnify you, would uplift us, and be uh, a limp unto our feet, God. We just thank you, we praise you, we magnify you, and we give your name the glory, honor, and the praise. And God, as we return to our phones back on you, we ask that you would just continue to be the father that you've always been, continue to be the friend always been for all of us and that you would lead us guide us through this pathway of life and as we approach a new year we will begin uh, our resolutions before the year is out that every day is an opportunity to give a resolution every day is an opportunity to make changes and make a recommitment to who you've called us to be and father we ask that you would touch this word that is coming forth god we ask that you would touch the speaker the declare god Govern her mind, be an undergirder of the words that you've given her. God, that you would uplift her, that every word that she speaks be the words that you've assigned for her to say, that no flesh be glorified in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I now pass the call. Amen, amen, and amen again. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning. And happy Wednesday, family. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will. I absolutely, positively shall rejoice and be glad in it. It is normally, I will wait while we wait Wednesday, but it is Thanksgiving Eve. So um, I don't know about you guys, but I usually begin my cooking on today. And honey, I want the people to... Uh, smile and then take a nap after they eat. So I will not be fasting. So I won't mandate or, and not that we mandate it anyway, but I won't ask that of you. I know people are preparing their Thanksgiving dinner, uh, probably starting today. So please enjoy this week um, as our week off. Rochelle, you get a day off. 
um, we will be having uh, the our meeting on this evening uh, with regard to our EHS. Just FYI, I'm going to continue that. I'm not sure if Gloria is going um, to have her study on this evening. Gloria, text me and let me know, and uh, we'll notify folks before we hang up today. Again, thank you to each and every, every one of you. Thank you, Valuable. Thank you, Ray. Um, thank you, Pamela, for Monday and Ray for yesterday. This month has, I'm sure, uh, been an asset to those that have leaned in as we've consistently discussed the idea of leadership and what that house is today. I'm going to revisit a scripture that we've heard a couple of times, but I want to give it to you, uh, how God gave it to me. My prayer this morning is that um, a seed of hope be planted. Okay, very good. So, um, Gloria's course is canceled for this evening, so there will just be EHS, just FYI. Um, under whatever circumstance, um, I thank God for all of you that have secured your, your space for the gala. Um, I'm beyond excited. I thank you all for uh, even wanting to come hang out. Uh, it is uh, the pre-birthday celebration. My birthday is the following day. Uh, but I forfeited a birthday celebration to celebrate each and every one of you. So I am so looking forward to January 13th. Thank you for all the text messages and um, website messages that I've received for those that want to assist. Um, I am going out of town on Tuesday. So while I'm out of town, we'll start to kind of release assignments for those that have asked about what next steps are. I have forgotten. I've just, I have a lot going on. I'm trying to manage and balance all of it. Nevertheless, uh, we'll go right into the teaching this morning. Um, I believe that God is, is so gracious and so constant and so uh, faithful that he puts us in positions um, so that we would start to assess and or evaluate our now, really start to pay attention to the fact that um, every day on Facebook is, is old school, like reading <laughs> like reading the newspaper obituary. I don't know about y'all, but I see it. I'm clear. And my prayer is that that not only not be our portion, but that we would be able to meet God empty and get the things done that need to be done with our lives, our assignments, um, expeditiously with supernatural strategy and with uh, divine supernatural impartation so that we aren't just spinning our wheels, that we aren't just here on planet Earth milling around, but rather that we are here accomplishing that which God sent us here to do. Uh, my prayer, my ultimate prayer, if nothing else, is that not only that I, I, not only that I get my job done, but that I get it done well, that I get it done in such a way that um, that it be recalled and that it be used uh, as, a, as a benchmark for next and for more and for further and for, for faster. And I pray the very same of each and every one of you, that your life would be a, a mere testament of how faithful God is and that everything about him is full of intentionality, that your life is not 
um, just uh, something that is simply a vapor, even though we know that, that days are vapor, but that your life be substance in the earth and, and be uh, something that can be reflected on and people can take nuggets of how you've lived and things that you've done and, and model them uh, to the degree that uh, it produces fruit in the earth. We always look at fruit at, as uh, money or our children. But the truth is our, our gifts and our talents, our contribution to the earth is just as important uh, as anything else. And so when we are not contributing to the earth, we are spoiling our gifts. We are wasting our gifts. And so my prayer is that this call uh, would in you stir up your gifts and cause you and provoke you to desire to do and be and see and experience uh, the more. And so this morning, we're going to uh, be coming from Ephesians, the fourth chapter. And like I said, it's not that we've not heard it, but I want to kind of give it to you how God gave it to me. So if, in fact, we are connected at all on Facebook, I shared a the cutest little, uh, I don't even know what to call it, can't really call it a meme, but there was a little, or well, not a little, there was a, a a dog, I don't even know what what kind of dog he is, but baby, when I tell you he is beautiful, he was just as pretty and fancy and frilly, and he was at a dog show. And if you've ever been to a dog show, I love to watch them. Um, they've spent hours and hours and hours upon hours training the animals to obey commands and to prance properly uh, as a specific uh, breed of dog. These are all AKC registered, top of the line, uh, high-end <laughs> pets, animals, show dogs, whatever you'd like to call them. But this in particular dog made a decision, honey, that he was going to have a show of his entire own. And as he pranced through the crowd, all the different handlers were attempting to uh, stop him because he was showing out. He was prancing like a horse. He was he was raw, beautiful coat of fur, just an attractive dog. And you could tell he was having a ball. If you've ever been a pet owner, which I have, I've had several different types of animals, but my, my dogs were always my favorite because they're they're little people, whether or not you know it, for pet owners that are on the line, you know what I'm talking about. But he knew that he had done what they considered the wrong thing. He knew that everybody was watching him. He knew that all the other dogs wanted to play too. He knew, I mean, he was just on it. And the people were captivated, and all the other dogs looked on at this one in particular dog at this fancy showing. And you could tell that they wanted to run and jump with him, but their handlers had a, a greater grip on them. And as the the process ended, all the people were, you know, they're oohing and on and laughing and clapping, and the show hadn't even begun. The dog hadn't even presented. Uh, as whatever the special breed was uh, for his time of showing. I want to paint this picture in your head because I, I, I need you to get it. I guarantee you that the judges that were in the room had already made a, a bit of a preconceived notion about 
who this dog was, what this dog was capable of. He hadn't gone through the normal lineup or the normal process of being shown as a show dog. He created a show of his very own. It's the part that we got to see on social media. We didn't get to see the uh, the processional of the different array of dogs as they contended for the ribbon. This this little dog, I'm, I'm sure he knew where he was at, kind of like we are. Uh, we know what we're dealing with. We know what we're, we're facing or up against. But the majority of the time, we're never necessarily willing to jump outside of the box. But this is what, what came to my mind. There are lots of other dogs there, but I don't remember a single one of them. <laughs> I don't remember what they looked like. Uh, I don't remember what their handler had. All I can remember is this one that decided uh, that he wouldn't be reined, that he wouldn't be uh, bridled, that he wouldn't be uh, handled, quote, unquote. All I remember is uh, how confident and competent he was. Listen, I don't care anything about y'all ribbon. I don't care anything about you guys' circles and jumps. I'm going to do circles and jumps all by myself. I'm going to leave an impression on you so much so that you'll remember me after this little old doll show. And you'll remember me for years to come. I know all of y'all came to contend for this one particular space, for this one particular award or this one particular place. Um, or declaration of how I placed in a showing, but I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the masses. I think it had one point whatever million views uh, by the time I had shared it. Yeah, why are you talking about dog shows <laughs> on a Wednesday? Because, honey, every now and then you have to make a decision that I am not that. I'm not that. I don't care about what you think of me. I don't care about how you process, how you see me or understand me. I'm going to live. This little puppy, he just wanted to play. He didn't care nothing about the program. (laughs) He just wanted to be in his moment. Um, And it, it just, it made me smile because there are so many of us who are like the the on-looking dogs, who cannot find your footing, who uh, are okay with what the standard process is because it's all we normally see. And I get it. I understand. But every now and then, uh, you have to find the courage to just be uh, whatever that looks like. And I'm I'm not sure what, what all of it looks like for each of you, Uh, But what I will say is by the time we finish this morning, I really want you uh, to consider what your thing is, what will always create an atmosphere for retention of your presence, retention of your impact, retention of how you show up in a room, rain, shine, sleet, or snow. And um, God gives all of us uh, a different type of access, a different type of influence, a different type of impact. It really just depends on whether or not you choose to own it. That makes sense, right? So let me, I guess, before I go to the word, if I don't get some glasses, I'm going to say, and are on my little paper. Amen. (laughs) Hold on. All right, so we're going to go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and again, super familiar passage of Scripture. 
um, super familiar passage. A lot of times we will um, attempt to obfuscate or to um, alleviate or eliminate the idea of the fact that, well, you know, Dion, I don't, I don't really have nothing special. That's not true. That's a lie that you've given yourself permission to believe to um, underperform. And I and I don't when I say perform, I don't I don't mean like show out. I don't I don't mean that. I mean produce, right? So so let's just start. So so because we are created to be that that one body, that unified body, according to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and I'm going to read it. Uh, I like how the New Living Translation reads. You can go back and read it in King James or um, contingent upon where you are. NIV or uh, the Message Bible, uh, the Message Bible, especially for those um, that are, are just coming into the faith and just getting to the point where reading is um, something that you do consistent. I always say, use the Message Bible, it breaks it down, but I like how this translation um, shares this very familiar passage of scripture. It says, therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling. For you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with another, with one another, I'm sorry. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourself united in the spirit, binding yourself together with peace. For there is one body, and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, there is one faith, there is one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all, in all, and living through all. However, he has given each of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. However, he has given each of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. One more time for the Holy Ghost. However, he has given some of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. No, absolutely not. He has given each of us. That means, yes, you. You, 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 and you, the ones who swear you're disqualified, the ones who figure, um, yeah, I mean, he gave everybody else something, but I, I probably don't have much of anything. No. That's not true. However, he has given each of us special gifts through the generosity of Christ. That is why scripture says when he ascends to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. So in the King James Version, it states he gives gifts to men. Notice that it said he ascends. This clearly means that Christ also descends to our lowly world. And the same who descends is the one who ascends higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe, the entire world with himself. Well, uh, I'm stopping at 11. Dion, how, how does he do that? He does that through us actively engaging the truth of what is already established of us based on the promises, the principles, and the precepts of kingdom uh, literation, kingdom understanding, the, the 
kingdom mentality and mindset. And I think um, so frequently, and I, I'm going to go right to this word because I, I need you to hear me this morning. We get so confused by church that when it comes to kingdom, we don't necessarily know how to operate. Kind of like how those dogs stood around because that's all they had seen. They they are all accustomed to, and, and don't you ever mistake, any animal that uh, God has created has a level of intellect. And if you've ever, again, been a pet owner, been around pets, listen, they, they have good sense. Their understanding is great. They just can't communicate the way we can communicate. But they, they know when they're uncomfortable. They know when there's danger. They know when they are um, doing something they shouldn't. They know when to be ashamed. That They have different type of emotions, just like each and every one of us. We are so programmed by church and rituals and uh, the traditions of men that most of the time we stand around and stare at the one who is actually doing what it is that they are called to being, right? We, we get confused by the one that's the misfit or the outcast, the one that everybody looks over, that uh, we, we don't necessarily know where to put them or what to say to them or how to approach them. One of the things that took me a really long time to understand um, as a leader, and, and as a leader that is different than what I'm accustomed to, I had to get used to people looking at me differently. I had to learn how to be comfortable enough in my skin to be like, now, anyway, I don't, know, I don't know how to fix this because I didn't make me. I didn't create me. I didn't build me. I didn't give me uh, my emotional bandwidth. I didn't give me the capacity to see things differently. God did it. If the problem is a problem, it's not a problem with me. The problem is that you're uncomfortable because I don't have a problem with what you consider my problem. <laughs> Similar to that that dog, he was prancing and dancing and they leaping trying to catch him. No, no, no. I'm still busy. I'm doing something. Honey, leave me be. Don't keep bothering me. We got to get to a place where we're okay with um, not being part of the in crowd. We got to be okay with not being the one who will allow uh, themselves to get sucked into culture and what societal norms are because our task is greater. It, it said, and he gives gifts to men, not some gifts, not not to some of the men, right? It, he, it, he gives all of us, each and every one of us, an individual, independent, specific thing, right? Have you ever noticed, if we even look at culture and what culture and culture's traditions and religions uh, of all different sorts and types, what the patterns and the historical patterns are, if you pay attention, it's the one who does what they were created to be with the most tenacity. It's the one that does things that we call them phenoms or we call them, whoa, that boy, that girl is talented. Oh, my God. Well, what it is is they have perfected their being, right? And that's all we are to do. We are created to perfect how we be. And it's not always the easiest thing to do. It's not always the funnest thing to do because we are accustomed to people judging us. I, I thought about that, that little puppy, honey. They wouldn't give him no ribbon because he had already taken all the trophies. He had, he had left with the trophies before there was even a competition. 
right? But the majority of the time, we're afraid to be everything that we are because we're concerned about how people will look at us, what people will think, what people will say. Can I ask you what that thing is? I'm quiet for a reason because because I know you saw it. it. Whatever it is, I can almost bet you money. If you're really listening to me, that thing flashed in your face, in your head. It ran through your mind as soon as I said it. If that happens this morning, I want you to write it down. Not for me, but for you. Whatever that thing is. What is that thing that you think is absolutely retarded? Nobody will ever understand. What is that one thing that keeps you up at night, that makes you uncomfortable when you go in places? You know you do it and you know you do it well. What is that thing? Let me go back to this word. The 12th verse says, uh, well, let me go back to 11. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, right? And whether or not you know this, and I I don't want you to hear me with churchy ears right now. Father, circumcise hearts, unplug ears, unseal eyes that this truth, because Psalms 119, 130 says the entrance of your word gives light and adds understanding. Let this word that has been repeated over and over and over again, I'm sure, for all of our lives today, let revelation hit. Let it be rhema. In Jesus' name, it says, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Now, listen, I know you use the collars. I'm pretty sure you've seen burgundy shirts, red shirts, purple shirts, blue shirts, uh, uh, pilgrim uh, costume. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean costumes. I don't mean that. All I'm saying is, and and don't get me wrong, I respect protocol. I'm not talking about protocol. I'm talking about what you can't help because it's inside you if you neck it. If you have on a plastic bag and you put some uh, furry booties on your feet, if you take and put on a birthday hat and blow a birthday horn, that thing is still who and what you are. I don't care what I have. If I have on my bathrobe and a shower cap, I operate from the office of the apostolic. And I'm I'm not this is not talking about what I'm ordained to do. I can't help but build things. It's not I don't do it on on purpose. I can't help it. Right? And I know you're thinking, well, but Dion, I'm not I'm not really that religious. I'm not asking you to be. I'm talking about order of operations, like one plus one is two. Listen, at my house, two plus two is four, and I build stuff, (laughs) right? Some of us have multiple gifts. Three plus three is six, and I lead people, and I care for people. I shepherd people. I didn't mean to do it. It was not something that I was like, hey, I think I want a pastor. I never asked nobody to call me pastor, ever. My name is Dion Sharice Jackson, and I pastor people, and I lead people, and I build stuff. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. My name is Dion Sharice Jackson, and I'm a teacher. I teach people how to live. 
by loving them well. Did you hear that in the scripture up at the top? Go back and read it again, right? I didn't ask to do that. I didn't go to a class. I don't have a degree in any of them. However, I understand the order of operations. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastor, the teacher. Listen, I will go to the trenches. I will be under the bridge. I'm going to get them out. I'll get it out the mud. I've been an evangelist probably since I was seven, eight, or nine years old. I didn't mean to. It's what I do, right? It's my lifestyle. I hold people's hand and walk them through. To the, see, I used to apologize about all of this. I used to be embarrassed. I used to be ashamed. I used to be uncomfortable talking about it. Listen, I just be. It is what, I, it is what it is, no matter what you do. You know, for the, the ones that have the unction to go out into the street and feed the people, that's a demonstration of God's love. The Bible says that the poor will be with us always. We always have somebody to feed. But when is the last time you walk somebody to Christ after you gave them a plate? Now, it's a process. You don't just go out there slinging Bibles and tracks like old school like we used to. But the truth is, a whole bunch of folks want to be free. I'm at the place where I'm ready to get the, the horse trough, the ones that the horses feed out of. And we're going to put it in the back of the truck and just hit the street and go uh, have street revivals for people to come to Christ and be baptized on the spot. I'm there. I'm there, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to bullhorn. <laughs> and I don't care. Kind of like that dog. He didn't care. I don't care nothing about y'all's ribbon. I don't care nothing about y'all's showing. I could care less about Every other dog that's here, that don't have nothing to do with me. What I'm going to do while I'm here is I'm going to get it out the mud, whatever that looks like, right? Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature in the Lord measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. See, this is not about the standard of man. The standard of man says, honey, you, you got to go to theology school. That's cool, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not dwindling or belittling. I'm not taking anything away from anybody who has gone to theology school. Keep going. Keep showing up. It's wonderful. This is what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is learning how to be so comfortable with the relationship that you have with the Holy Spirit and not with the church that you can occupy that which you are called to occupy, that you can walk around in dominion with confidence and competence, unapologetically standing firm on the faith and the foundation of the truth that he gives us, glory, gift. To men, understanding that every single one of us, he didn't skip over you. He didn't uh, pass you by because uh, you didn't come from this breed of family, because you don't have paperwork, right? He, he doesn't care that you don't know who your daddy is or that you were molested. All of that stuff goes in the pot of becoming. All those things happen. Any of the things that you've been divorced, that you've been on dope, don't nobody care nothing about none of that. <laughs> it does not negate 
what you were created to be, what you were born to accomplish. It does not take away from any of the uh, liquidity in you, the asset that you are, the asset that you were sent in the world to be. You keep disqualifying yourself. You keep saying you're not worthy. Just because life happens does not mean that God's you have changed. Just because you've had some experiences does not mean that you are not qualified or capable of doing more or having more or being more. That's a mentality. That's a, a mindset. That's an active decision to be whatever it is that God calls you to be, right? Let me, let me go back to this word. Right. And so what he said was, it's our responsibility to equip God's people to do his work and to build up his church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come into such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature in the Lord. Truth is, uh, if you if you just be 100 percent honest, I'll, I don't mean no harm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm petty. Sometimes I get tickled because. Just because you've been in church for a really long time, I don't care if you've been here 50 years. If everything I see in and on you is nasty-hearted, you a baby. You a little bitty baby because if you're not matured in love, I'm not listening. Nene, go away, Nene. I don't care how long your dress is. You mean, oh, bitty, I don't care nothing about none of that. You bitter, such a soul. Get away from here. And I'm not talking about just women. It's a whole bunch of bitter, angry preachers, right? And just listen, I'm so under-impressed with what the masses right now are doing. The goal is that everything that you were created to be, that you do it and you do it with intentionality, that you do it and you do it with liberality, right? He promised us a measure of freedom that indeed type of freedom, that freedom that is overwhelming, that freedom that confuses everybody around you. I want that kind of freedom, right? Our goal is to be mature in Christ. And what does that mean? It means what was written above, that we love one another, that we be patient one another, that we make room for one another's faults, not that we judge people because they aren't where we think uh, they should be. Right there's a there's a method to this madness, and then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. On Tuesday, you uh, seven day Adventist. On Thursday, you identify as a Baptist. On th- on Friday, you turn around and now you Church of God in Christ. I remember being tossed because I'm like, it's gotta be this cannot be it, and I I don't think I was ever any of them. But I had to go, well, what is the difference? All the denominational differences. Listen, listen, listen. Just give me Jesus and him crucified, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father to answer to. Y'all, I I appreciate denominations, and I get it, and, you know, affiliations. Uh, I'm not concerned with the organization. I'm concerned with the organism. I'm concerned with the living, breathing, moving thing called kingdom citizenship, where we are a unified thought process. We are God's idea on earth, right? And so then it it says, um, 
We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way, more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body and the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love, right? Full of love. And that's just stopping at 16. The entire chapter itself is um, is boss to read. I, I, I enjoy the word. I enjoy the fact that God gives us instructions and he does it um so succinctly, and if we start to take the word, uh, in many cases, literally, especially when it comes to uh, the, the mm, I won't say it like that, the word is the word, and it stands all by itself, right? But there are promises that are established because Jesus came. There is a level of, and, and I'm not really a grace teacher. There are consequences. Everything costs something, right? We live in a divine, a supernatural exchange system. Um, there are legalities. There are promises. There are processes. There are principles. There are precepts. But when you are unfamiliar with the truth of God's word, not just for your life, but for living, it changes how you engage with the world and the world system. There are certain things that you can't tell me are okay for me to do. I'm not doing that. And it doesn't have anything to do with I think I'm better. I've just grown up some emotionally. I've just grown up some spiritually. I've just grown up some mentally. And there are certain things I just don't want to be bothered with in the natural or in the spirit. Those are called decisions based on wisdom. That's called maturity, right? So knowing something or having information without application is not considered wisdom. It's just knowledge. It's They're different, right? So a lot of people, because of their intellect, because of how they've experienced things in times past, can't find themselves out of uh, just operating from intellect. I, I'm not interested in how much you know. I'm interested in how much you understand. I'm interested in how much you apply to your life. Each and every one of us has a responsibility based on the truth of this word. It's not my opinion. Each and every one of us have a gift in the natural and in the spirit. I did not make it up. This word is infallible. It says that you possess something that only you possess. Some people have five gifts. Some people have two. Some people have a single gift, but no one was overlooked. My question to you as I prepare to close is what is your thing? Right? Now, I'm going to share this because, um, again, growing up uh, predominantly Baptist, right? I grew up in Baptist church until I got old enough to um, have questions about the fact that, okay, uh, I hear what we're talking about, but the reality is I'm, I'm sure there's got to be some type of an impact that doing all this church, BTSU, BST, I forget what it was called, Bible, I forgot, dang it, 
I, I have probably disassociated most stuff in my head, but, um, you know, Sunday school was great. Um, going to vacation Bible school was great. And more than anything, because it simplified the Bible stories, I mean, I had kind of the, the foundation, but I got to a point uh, in my early teenage years where in, I went and visited Independent Holiness, and I wanted to Baptist Training Union. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Glow. <laughs> I could not remember. Um, I wanted to, um, or I'll say this, I went to Independent Holiness, and I was like, hey, they do this different, right? It was so much more charismatic. There was so much more audible expression of how great God was. You know, in Baptist church, we had Baptist fits. But in in church like apostolic operations, um, it is a full charismatic expression of God. But I, I wasn't, I ain't never really been no run all over the placer. That's not, that ain't really my thing. But I knew that there was a difference. And then I messed around and went to Kojic Church and child, that was a whole another ball game. And I'm saying this because I know that there are people on the call and you've been exposed to a lot of stuff. Some people, Church of Christ, some people, Seven Day of Venice. Uh, some people have, have oscillated between this cult and that cult, depending on what you're your uh, bloodline heritage is. So some folks are Haitian. Some people have been exposed to a level of Santa Maria and stuff that you didn't have no say in. It's just kind of how, you know, it was a tradition of your family, right? And I remember being eight or nine years old saying, um, so does this God ever show up that y'all keep talking about? I'm trying to figure out uh, how y'all believe. And so I'm looking around like, I'm like, does he, is every now and then this cat going to cameo? The building, like, what are we doing? Right? And I remember the first time I felt the presence of God, and I was like, whoa, what's that? And it's almost like having uh, your, your first hit of crack. I ain't never really smoked no crack, so I don't really know how that feels. But from what I understand, the interpretation is that you go chasing that same thing. I, I started chasing what I could feel as a child. I was like, I, I felt something that was different. And it was it was not something that was, um, quote, unquote, addicted uh, or addicting. It was something that I felt compelled uh, to know more about, right? And so a lot of people say, Dion, well, how do you get connected to God uh, to, to such a degree that you can identify what your gifts are? Spend time in his presence. Don't get off your knees until you feel him. Don't stop calling on his name until you know his presence is present. Spend time in such a way that he leaves uh, no room for questioning whether or not he visited you. Uh, there's a level of peace. Or every now and then you'll lose a little bit of time. There are moments of uh stillness and quiet that you know that he has come into the room, get to a place where you can recognize when he shows up and you can recognize when he leaves. It helps you identify your next. It helps you identify what the heck. Anybody ask themselves, what am I doing here? This, can, this cannot be it. <laughs> I know full well I didn't get here uh, to get up and go to Bart in the mornings. I, I know full well I didn't get here to uh, cook dinner and wash clothes and hunch my husband and uh, spend a night watching Netflix. I know full well there's got to be more than this. Oh, my God. 
right? One of the things, and I'll say this as I, I begin to uh, shut it down, one of the things I love the most is when I have a conversation with somebody um, and I watch the light go on. I see that Holy Spirit has illuminated that thing in such a way that not only do they get it, they get it and they want more of it, right? We got to get to a place where as opposed to seeking a stage to stand on, that we maximize the relationships that we have that are in our immediate sphere of influence. We got to get to the point where that we understand that when we open our mouths, Holy Spirit will fill it. It doesn't mean um, that you do everything right or say everything perfect, but I guarantee you this. You spend enough time in the presence of God that by the time it's all said and done, you'll know when to hold them. You will know when to fold them. You will know when to turn around. You will know when to walk away. You'll know when to speak up. You will also know when to shut up. It is an absolute process of maturing in the faith. The truth is most people don't want to spend the time uh, growing. Most people don't want to spend the time becoming. Most people numb themselves out with what they see everybody else do and what they watch culture do and what mom and them used to do. Listen, I'm so free. It is on the level of indeed. And I still got a long way to go. I'm still doing work. I'm still finding uh, situations and circumstances in my life. Maturity in the faith will make you do things that you just don't want to do. Now, I'm, I'm, I promise this is the last thing. Last week, or I, I don't know if it was last year, it was last week, sometime, I gave you guys that I went through a whole recognizing that I still had the residue of some codependence in my life. And I had told my nephew's mother, honey, she was going to get in her car and drive off or else. Well, I need y'all to be clear about the fact that because my witness is so important, Holy Spirit said, now you go right on over there and you apologize to her. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I called myself keeping the peace. And at the same time, all and everybody else, that didn't have nothing to do with me. I could have politely got in my car and drove off. And when I went to the young lady's house and I told her, I said, listen, I apologize. I've been a codependent all of my life. I've been taking care of people around me forever, I said, and it slowly crept back up. But I need you to know that I, I owe you an apology for interfering in what God is trying to do with my brother. <laughs> that wasn't none of my business. And I didn't have no business being frustrated with you because you frustrated with him and y'all got this situation. That's not my business. I need you to know I'm going to do things a little bit differently going forward for my sanity because I don't like how that made me feel. And I don't ever want you to think that we'll have a problem because this little boy is far more important than any squabble you guys have going on. So I'm going to spend my time building the relationship with him if that's okay with you. I'm going to let you and my brother figure the rest out. I shared that because that, that was a prance for me. Once upon a time, I would have been far too proud to go and say, look, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't, it wasn't nothing personal. This was about a behavior. This is about an old system that just tried to play me, and I need you to know that I saw it, and I'm not participating in that anymore. You got to get to a place where you self-check, where you get yourself together so that you can be um, from the best place in yourself so that you can be in such a way that it sets an example. That girl heard me, 
And I talked about how important it was for her to pray because there are things in my nephew's bloodline that are part of this foolishness that I'm talking about right here. And that's all I care about, right? You got to get to a place where you grow up enough, right, to be the bigger person on a different level for different reasons other than you got to be right all the time. Sometimes I don't care nothing about being right. <laughs> that don't have nothing to do with anything. All I want to be is a, an adult in Christ. I want to be a grown-up in kingdom building. I want to be a big girl in watching the power of God manifest in the lives of those that I'm called to influence. So I give you that, um, and I ask you to ask yourself a question. What's your thing? What are you responsible for in the earth? Who is waiting on you to give yourself permission to dance around and uh, freely with no hesitation? Who's waiting on you to step into your authentic self? It's really important, y'all, right? It's really, really important. So. Father, I thank you in advance uh, for the word that was sown on today. I pray that you water and give the increase, God. I pray that you touch the hearts of each and every person that's under the sound of my voice, that we would begin to operate um, from an authoritative place and so that we would begin to walk into places of dominion. It's what we are called to do, God. Thank you in advance for all that you've already done, for all that you are doing. And, God, I pray that you be glorified through every single life under the sound of my voice, simply because you give gifts to men. Thank you that we begin to acknowledge our gifts, that we begin to walk in our gifts unapologetically, God, that we be able to own our gifts, that it uh, becomes something that we embody in such a way that the body gets better. God, that we grow in unity, that we grow in love, that we grow in patience and temperance, and that uh, we be willing to go through some stuff with people. God, I thank you that you've given me a heart to trust you even when I don't see what the outcome should be. God, I trust you. I appreciate you. I love you. You are my sovereign God in Jesus' name. Here's the time we have set aside for our fellas to jump in and say something initially. Then after that, anybody that may have called uh, called a little bit late, you didn't get to say good morning, or perhaps you've been on the line for a while, you've just never spoken. That will follow, and then after that, we'll ollie, ollie, oxen free. So um, with that said, if there are any men that want to say good morning, now's your time. Excellent. Anybody that has uh, called in for the first time, you want to say good morning, or you've never spoken before, you want to say good morning? All right, cool. Um, Okay, go ahead. Anybody else that may have joined the call, you want to say good morning. It's open for all. Good morning. Uh Uh-oh, I I didn't hear anybody's name. Good morning, Gigi. Hey, Gigi, good morning. Good morning, Miss Kindness. Hey, Kindness, good morning. Good morning, it's Leomia. Honey, you get gooder and gooder and gooder. Thank God for you. Amen. Thanks, Mom. Good morning. It's wonderful. Great declaration, and I want to tell everybody happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Anybody else? 
Good morning. It's glorious. Good morning, everybody. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Dion. It's persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Good morning, family. This is Prosperous. Wonderful word, Pastor. Amen. Good morning, Prosperous. Good morning, this is Juanita. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Oh. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Hey, hey girl. Hey. Anybody else? Good morning, engine number nine is Baby Spice. Baby <clears throat> Spice, good morning. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning, Sunshine. Hey, man, good let's morning. jump in. Hey, good morning. Who's that? It's it's Christina. Oh, hey. You didn't sound like you. I didn't. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> Good morning, Susan. Hey, that. Good morning. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. All right. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Anybody? Y'all, y'all know we ain't going to beat it up at 713, and I can go uh, cut onions and bell peppers and celery. <laughs> Good morning. This is wonderful. Dion, okay. I just want to tell you that that you rock. You do. Um, yo, your stories and your analogies and the way you tie them in with the word and the message the clarity of it is just awesome. You know, I, I, I've always been that little dog to just do my own <laughs> little thing. I'm always from, I, I was, I was called a class clown though when I did it. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I was, wasn't supposed to do it until I got to be an adult. Now I just right. be my authentic self because I can't help it anyway. <laughs> I really can't. Um, but um, I, I just appreciate, you know, um, your depthness of the reality of what we go through as, as men, women, as, you know, children in Christ, as leaders, as um, pastors, as, you know, we all go through the same thing. And it's just, really refreshing to hear that I'm not alone, that that I'm not weird, that something is not wrong with me, that I'm, you know, I'm I'm great just the way that I am. And I need to just continue on the path that I'm continuing on. And it just makes me grateful. So I just wanted to say thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Keep keep going. You win if you don't quit, child. <laughs> hey, Dee. Hey. Good morning, sweetie pie. You know you blessed me because, you know, being, being raised at uh, 369 Chesley Davis Chapel CME, uh, <laughs> but getting excited when we got to go over to Independent Holiness because it was a whole different experience. Um, made me I grateful. Know. And I, too... Right, right, and and the drummers was fine. I cast a whole other declaration. Anyway, anywho, that dog cracked me up because I so okay. Listen, <laughs> in Jesus' name, but the dog had me rolling because I know that's how I'm wired. So I so man, and Pastor Kerry, who just passed away from Revival Center, was one of the ones who poured into me to let me like he. It's almost like he encouraged me, and you you know how we get down to Revival Center, but he encouraged me to just be me. So that's why when I was over to Greeters with Kenya and Elsa and just, we didn't, we didn't, we don't roll like that. So just to know that it's okay um, that you lead differently than other people, and then I know that out of my mom's three kids, I'm so wired differently from the three of them. Like, we come from the same DNA, but the three of us are so, we might look alike, but I'm so wired differently, if that makes sense. And so when you were talking about apologizing um, to, to to your nephew's mom, mom, it just made me think about how important that was for her, right? Mm-hmm. Because watching you, the light that you are, and it could have went a whole other way. So that's that's where I'm at right now. Ooh, and Jesus. I know it changed her life. I know it changed her life. And it'll change your nephew's life. And that's that's what we have to do. Apologies matter, but you also have to do the work behind it, if that makes sense. So I know he, he got the best TT in the world. And that's what I, I just want to appreciate you for being transparent and helping us grow to be better. Because none, none of us have it all together. None of us. We we just try to do it better. And so I just appreciate you, sis, and I love you to life. Thank you for being in my life. Amen. Appreciate you too. Love you too, sis. And thank you for sharing me with that. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, uh, Dion. It's it's persistent. Um, good morning. Good morning. Uh, you know, I I I was on a call last night, and I do hear a different sound in me. Um, God is sending more people to me, and I I know when He does. I shouldn't say more. It's just it's for, it's not that many, so I don't want to make it sound like it's all that, but. I am seeing a difference, and I know it's because of Declare Victory. I know it's because um, God was so gracious and kind enough where a friend sat down and gave me this number, and I had the sound mind enough and the desperation in my spirit to make this call. Um, but you, when you drop the mic, you know, you just drop the mic, and it's silent because people know they've heard the truth and all they and their spirit they're just for me I'm just saying amen and I'm just so grateful to hear you say what you say because there's something that spurs growth because of the um, spiritual anointing that rests upon your life you raise us all up and we get silent because we're thinking, we're going internally, we're processing. I can only speak for myself, but that's what I sense, and it's just incredible. It's, it's, I'm just grateful that, and I'm thankful 
that you uh, were able to process and see what you saw and go through it and then share it. Um, Because we have the opportunity and will walk. I love what you said. You said, I'm not concerned with the organization. I'm concerned with the organism. And the organism is is God is Christ. It's God is God. And and be more Christ like. And I love it because everyone's laying a hold of that. The majority in our own process, in our own timing, those of us who keep coming here are slowly but certainly laying a hold of it and not being afraid of it. I'm one of those who has multiple gifts. And people with multiple gifts, sometimes it gets a little confusing because you're like saying, okay, God, which one? Which one, God? Which one? And now I'm just open to whatever. But I know the ones. I just don't know which one. So, but that's okay. Um, Hope that makes sense. But, um, yeah, Uh, with, with you, it's just been an incredible experience and I'm trying to, it's, it's a, and I realize that you can tell someone about declare victory, but that doesn't mean they're going to show up or when they don't sh- do show up, that don't mean they're going to talk or participate. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't, you get to a point where you understand you for who you for. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, and if I get on your nerves, I'm not for you. It's, that's fine. Go away. Exactly. And, okay and not not be offended by it. I'm not offended by it. I'm for what I'm for. I'm purposed for who I'm purposed for. I'm called to who I'm called to. And it doesn't have to be anything extra. And it's fine. It ain't nothing personal. As soon as you stop taking stuff personal, you start growing up, period. Amen. That's real talk, as you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so true. At the bottom line, it is what it is. I'm good. We straight. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you at all. And go away. <laughs> Please, right? <laughs> Please and thank you. Please and thank you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, babe. I appreciate you. Amen. Anybody mm-hmm. else? Any- hey, D. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, great share this morning. Um, I got my real life dog show. You know, my my teddy does it does it live. He said, "The Lord gonna." save my life, I'm going to live every moment to the fullest so I can get it. I get it. Um, great share. Great share. Um, yeah, just just looking at um, I ran up the stairs. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, just looking at um, you know the signs, wonders, and miracles of who God allows us to see who we are, who the people around us, and even my fur baby. I talk about him all the time because um, I remember when a t- there was a time where 
he looked like he just wasn't going to make it. And now I look at him and I say, look what the Lord has done. It's marvelous in his sight. So when he'd be acting up, I say, do you. Let I let him do whatever he want to do because he shows me that it doesn't matter what happened. He didn't lose his character. He didn't lose who he was. And I know he's here for a purpose. So even with the fur babies, they have a purpose. So Grace here, he's a leader in itself. So thank you, sis. It, 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 it may have been off track for y'all, but it was right on point for me. So appreciate you. Love you. Love you. Anybody else? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. So you said a lot of great things. Um, one of the things that I was getting an impression of when you were talking about being in a church and being like, well, where is, where is God in all of this? Where is he? Um, and because of what I'm reading and studying about the fear of the Lord, um, sometimes we miss what we think is God because it's so much noise when he's not even there. And I think about when like Elijah went to Mount Sinai and there was the thunder and the lightning and all of this noise and God wasn't in none of that. He wasn't there until it was completely quiet. And that being still and practicing stillness and basking in his presence in that stillness is something we have to master as we learn how to be more intimate with him. Mm-hmm. It's true. It is true. There is a to this madness. No doubt. You know what's so interesting? Yeah, so what? interesting is that I I I feel opposite a lot of times. Um, like how people's experiences, because I didn't grow up in the church, um, but I'm very aware, and um, I really love what you said because I can always be more aware the more time you know as I dedicate spending more more time with Him, um, Holy Spirit. But when I um, I remember I didn't grow up in the church, but I've been to, you know I've been to church my you know my family my history. AME background, da da da. But um, I didn't really go to church that much. But I remember when I felt like an op- God's overwhelming presence when I went to the first and only church that I had been for a long time. It was out here in San Jose in the 90s. And I had felt, I actually was after, I, I don't know, I just wasn't called to that church anymore. I was going to other churches thinking I would get that thing, and I never got it. And I kept going looking for that feeling God's presence like I did in that um, church that I went to with Cathedral of Faith in the 90s. I never got it for me, never. And it's just interesting because <clears throat> I feel his presence when I'm by myself. I mean, Holy Spirit, I feel him all over the, you know, depending on what my walk is, but it's just interesting because um, I'm hearing, you know, some people saying that they didn't feel uh, his presence in the church, and maybe I'm misunderstanding, but I that was the church that I knew that um, this is where I'm going to be. This is my church. I knew that was my church for that given whatever that time was. I don't go there anymore. It's been a long, long time, but um, yeah, I knew I knew that was 
where I was going to be. That was my place. That was where God was taking me to the next level when I came upon that church. And it's just interesting. Um, yeah, his ways, I got to just keep going his ways. I was thinking I would just keep going after um, several years. Um, I thought he was taking me. I still haven't, you know, found that church. So, but I trust him. Um, not that I'm looking anymore, but because I was thinking if I keep going, I'm going to fight and I might. Um, I don't know if I'm sounding confusing or not because I'm just, I talk out loud. <laughs> so, um, anyway, just sharing. Have a blessed, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You too, sweetheart. Thank you for sharing. And anybody else? Yep, Marnie. It's Krishanda. I'm I'm listening, but eyes are watering, cutting onions. Great <laughs> declaration. Thank you for constantly reminding us to be free. I love you so much. I know the walk. Um, on one hand, right, you get freedom, right, when you start really understanding your relationship with God but it still doesn't make it easy. So um, thank you for reminding us to be free. God bless you. Amen. 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 Love you, babe. Appreciate you. Good morning. Hey, it's Moxie. Hey, Mox. Hey, I just, you know, I love you so much. And this was such an awesome declaration. So I mean, you touch on so much, but the main thing that always is sticking out to me because even before um, when I when 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 when, I, when he first saved me, one of the things I used to always say was, "Shoes, he got me out the mud." You know what I'm saying? So here you say that again today with just even more confirmation in my spirit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even what I'm sick to, you know. I see that um, what he has done for me, I am I'm sent to just just be the light that he could do it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like get, he gets you off the mud. I, he sent me back to the mud just to you know let them know that he loves them. You know what I'm saying? Just to feed them, just to you know pray with them. You know it's just a trip. How when you said that, I was like, I just love you, Father, because you get us off the mud. Mm-hmm. You know. But I thank God for the mud because I would have never looked up, you know what I'm saying, to even thirst, to even seek him the way I do and love him the way I always understand. If he didn't put, if I didn't put myself, because I understand I put myself there, if he didn't get me out of there, you know what I'm saying? Like, God be praised. God be praised. God, that mud, huh. Mm-hmm. Jesus, That's Jesus, so Jesus! Cool. I'm just grateful. Yes, I love you so much, sis. You, I just every time you de- declare, it's just from such a place of of bringing us even higher, bringing us even more understanding. You know, uh, um, giving us that thing to apply wisdom, like you were saying. I just, you know, I just love it. But just once again, being reminded of the blood and and what he have done, I'm so thankful. Amen. Amen. Real stuff. It is real stuff, child. Amen. Anybody else? 
Everybody, everybody. All right, y'all going once. Going twice. All right, family. Well, listen, it's about 7.30, and hopefully this morning's conversation will walk you away with other things in mind, and you'll start to consider and contemplate your why. What I Surely there's more to life than this. Clearly, it, this can't be it. It can't be over, right? It can't be finished. I want you to... For real, instead of fasting today, just really ask the Lord, what's your difference? What area are you supposed to be prancing in that you still walking around light and on eggshells, worrying about what people think and how they care about who they think you are? And give yourself permission to live from that place of liberty. It's, it's a real thing. Life is short. Um, tomorrow is not promised. And you owe the world your authenticity. You owe the world that liberality that, that we all have in Christ when that opportunity is given. And and sometimes you don't necessarily have to give yourself, quote, unquote, permission, right? You got to be okay with the fact that Holy Spirit lives down on the inside of you. And he has things that he wants to get into the earth. And until you are okay with that level of freedom, you're going to always struggle. But it doesn't have to be a struggle to be authentically you. It's a decision. Uh, Ain't nobody hold me hostage to what you think I am. I don't care. That don't have nothing to do with me. That's not none of my business. Whatever you think I am, that's fine. But what I'm going to do is every single thing that he called me to. What I'm going to be is every single, I I ain't got nothing to lose. It hadn't mattered in times past. So that being said, listen, I pray this morning that you have the courage to do you and to be you unapologetically. Somebody is waiting on that level of freedom in you. All you got to do is move around. That's it. All you ever have to do is move around. Anybody else before we go? Yay. Anybody, anybody? If if not, amen. <laughs> I pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, We will have a short call in the morning. It's Thanksgiving. To not have uh, a call on Thanksgiving Day would just be disrespectful to who we say we are. The reason that we can be thankful is that God is good. He deserves our praise, and if nothing else, um, he deserves to be honored and reverenced and given glory. Um, And so we'll do that in the morning, and then we'll have our our day of celebration with our friends and family and loved ones. So I pray you guys have a great day. Um, I love you more than words could ever say. Uh, And we'll hear you right back here in the morning, same bat station, same bat channel. Bye, guys.
Have a blessed day. Have a blessed, blessed day, everybody. Have I love a blessed you guys. day, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, girlfriend. Have a blessed day. I love you, girlfriend.